Organissima New York. Your exotic skin, hair, and beauty source, and your one-stop shop for all your natural and organic skin and hair care. Featuring authentic organic Moroccan oil and prickly pear seed oil and much more. Bringing you only the best, straight from the source and proudly produced in the USA. So what are you waiting for? Shop today at www.arganissima.com. Arganissima, New York. Your beauty is our duty. Arganissima. Well, 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 hello, hello, and welcome back to the iHealth channel, iHealth Radio, uh, new show, new guest. And this time we are going in a, a different angle, an angle that affects a lot of businesses and uh, more so in the healthcare field. But again, in every, you know, life, uh, daily life in general, we have to experience it and it's important to all of us and we play a role in it too. And so I'm, I'm being a little bit... Uh, funny about this because I'm trying to give you a little suspense here, <laughs> but, but really um, our guest today is a specialist in an area that is unique to all of us in a way, because again, we all affected one way or the other or get affected by it. And so I have Barbara Kazam with me and she is a specialist, uh, customer service investing here <laughs> you know <laughs> as, as uh, we'll talk about that title <laughs> but she is an expert in the customer experience and customer service and uh, that, that's why i was talking about like you know the the uniqueness about this particular show today because it affects everyone and so before we get into the deep stuff and dive into the discussion uh, barbara welcome to the show thank you i'm super excited to be here yay our pleasure, my <laughs> pleasure. And, you know, I was I was excited about this particular show because it's something that I love and I live by. And um, and so before we get into all that and how and how I relate to it, and, you know, how we both kind of relate to similar, you know, concepts, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself as the tradition of the show is you tell us a little bit about your history, how it all started and what got you into this type of, you know, approach and this kind of, uh, I guess, you know, uh, angle. Okay. All yours. Do you want the long version or the short version? We got okay. time. <laughs> all right, we've got time. Well, it all started. And so uh, <laughs> we'll go to college. I graduated from college with a degree in chemistry, of all things. Okay. There's kind of odd. Yeah. So for 10 years, I worked as a chemist. <clears throat> but then I realized I don't like it. The only part of my job that I liked as a chemist was when I had to train someone on something. Like my specialty was drug testing. So anything you want to know about urine and drugs, I know. So uh, I, I would train people on how to operate the equipment. And I really liked training, but it was only 10% of my job. So after 10 years, I was like, blah, I quit. I don't recommend that, by the way. I had no future job prospects. This is not what I recommend. <clears throat> So eight lonely four months later, I had no idea what I was doing. I joined on with a seminar company called Skillpath Seminars. So for 10 years, I gave presentations. I traveled all over the world. It was great. I learned platform skills. One of the topics I taught during that time was customer service. Well, 10 years into that career, I realized 
I don't like that either. So I quit. There's a pattern here. So uh, I'm like, oh, what do I do now? So I start my own company like any weird person does. But the problem was I didn't really know what I was doing. I don't know if any of your listeners have ever done this. So I hired a coach. I like coaches. So I hired a coach and he's like, hmm, you want to speak professionally. You have three topics that will sell in corporate America. That is leadership, communication, and customer service. Pick one. So that's how I ended up picking customer service, but I love customer service. So it was a natural fit. But then a year later, I got connected with a healthcare consulting company. That's how I got into the healthcare industry. So about 75 to 80% of my clients are healthcare related. I still have other clients, but a lot of them are healthcare. That's my journey. Wow, that's pretty intense. And it's a pretty (laughs) interesting leap from one world to the other. Mm-hmm. But I think at any given moment, you know, the concept of the customer service is always there. That's right. And, and you know, the more I think about it, uh, the more I see that there is value and everyone is touched by it. Mm-hmm. So, so the, first, the first one that is actually touched by it is individuals as customers, mm-hmm. individuals as business people. It's the same thing. You know, Absolutely. Everyone, I think, has a, a role to play in the customer service world. And, mm-hmm. you know, my experience with it, and just, just briefly, I, I was hired by one of the companies that drives, you know, customers' experience to the next level. And, and this was, uh, you know, I'm not going to give my age, <laughs> but, but years back, way years back. And, and there's, that's nothing like, you know, the, the Disney world company. And mm-hmm. so, so, they basically teach you magic. I mean, and literally that's how they do it. And the concept, you know, and the, and the stuff that I learned there is really that customers are right, uh, kings and queens, and, you know, you got to tre- treat them like royalties and you have to make them feel the magic. And so in my world, that's how, you know, my influence was. And so as I got into the in- insurance industry and the healthcare, you know, it is part of it. And we have various mm-hmm. types of customers, obviously. And the first ones are your customers or your members, right? That's customer right. satisfaction, member services, things like that. So that's my experience. So I can relate to, to, to your life. And, and you clearly stated it. I mean, in, in the corporate world, you know, the CX or customer experience is big. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and really, you cannot thrive in any business without it. I mean, that's correct. And we can talk about, you know, you and I, we had this discussion earlier about the, uh, prospect of today especially with the social media world and things and well there's that's a whole discussion itself you mm-hmm. know I'll, I'll leave that to you to, to dissect with me but so so now you are in the customer service investigation so what is that, <laughs> what is that? so uh <laughs> yeah i like that huh csi yeah so uh like i'm basically a mystery shopper i'm a professional mystery patient I've taken my clothes off for a lot of people. So I do a lot of observing. You can learn a lot about a company by sitting around and watching. Like if I just sit in a reception office of a dentist or a doctor's office, I can hear front desk people. I can hear MAs, nurses. When I'm a patient, I'll go through the whole process from making an appointment to going in, to getting the exam, to leaving, to fall. So you can learn a lot by just 
watching people. So I do a lot of that. So every client that I work with, I'll do investigating. I'll do mystery shopping. I'll do calls. I'll have my team call. I'll walk around. And then I give them the report and I'm like, you need help. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, I, you just brought me back. So I did mention Disney. And so my role was a tour guide in, in, in there. And but but uh-huh. but I you know I used to do overtime you know from now you know, every now and then and and sometimes I worked in the Magic Kingdom, and in the Magic Kingdom they do have actually a mystery shopper and or secret shopper mm. in the program. So I would actually disguise myself as a customer and walk around and just because there was sometimes you know there's loss and pre- uh, loss and prevention that kind of thing. So people were basically you play the 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 uh, the innocent you know <laughs> guest you know and, and yeah. just walk around and observe if there's anything going on that's funny. Uh, so, right. so funny because you mentioned that and in, in, in our industry in healthcare, we do actually employ, you know, agencies that do that for us, um, mm. uh, whether it's it's not so much for quality, it's more for um, to like we are highly regulated with uh, the Centers for Medicare and Medicare Services, CMS. And so we are basically we have agents that are licensed and so on and so forth in the communities. And so sometimes, you know, they need they present to seniors. And we have to make sure that they do the right thing. They follow all the regulations. So by, uh, by, by me or someone from the team goes in, I mean, they, they're going to do the right thing. So, so we hire these folks that right. go in there and, and pose as clients. And they basically mm-hmm. give us a quite, quite a nice report on each one. And then right. we address any, any deficiencies, that kind of thing. So right. I'm assuming that is the same thing. But now it's more about getting, in your case, it's more about giving feedback uh, to the leaders and exactly getting the action. Exactly. So how does yeah, that? In fact, one time, one of my clients was a plumbing company. So okay. I would hide out in people's houses and then the technician would, <laughs> would come and I'd be like ducking under toilets and, st- you know, like behind closets. And yeah, it was, <laughs> it was a very athletic move happening there. <laughs> That's weird, but hey. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh. it's kind of fun. <laughs> it, 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 so, so, so yours. I mean, that was you gave the example of plumbing, but now you do it with providers in healthcare settings, right? So, yep. I'm I'm a provider, hospital, doctor, dentist, lab. You know, I hire you or your company, and and it's your company, and so you would go uh, or send someone there, and basically they will do you know a visual inspection, and yeah. or even an interaction, and and basically review the sites. And the you know, right. staff, uh, the facility, the hygiene, the whole thing. Uh, That's right. I, I'm, I'm assuming this was a very, you know, uh, difficult year this year because that's kind of oh. dynamics, right, with COVID. And we want to drive there, you know, in, in a minute, you know. So, so, but let's let's guide us and the audience onto like how the whole process goes. How does it, you know, start? You know, uh, what are you guys looking for specifically? I mean, I can imagine a few things that we're all going to be looking for if we wanted to see if the quality of the business is there. I mean, sometimes, uh, you know, business also employ, you know, telephonic, you know, type of shoppers. Right. 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 So, experience. So, the issue, the whole issue with the customer experience is that it's not just one touch point, customers have multiple touch points. And so like with a doctor, for example, how do they hear about the doctor? Do they get a referral? That's a touch point. That's a great touch point. And then what do they do? Do they Google? Do they go online? And do they read those reviews, which we will talk about, which a lot of healthcare providers have no, they don't even look at them. They don't even know they exist. I'm like, but 94% of patients go online 
to get validation. Customers go online to get validation of a company. Most of them do. And if we're not checking that, if we're not on top of those reviews, that's a problem. That's a touch point, right? Or maybe I go to the website, I go to a company's website. I'm like, oh, I have a question about something. I want to give them a call. I can't find the freaking phone number. Have you had that happen? Yes. I can't find a phone number. And then I click on the contact page. It's not even there. And then you have to go like five pages. That's a touch point, a negative touch point. So there's a bunch of stuff that we analyze before we even pick up the phone or walk in the door. It's every touch. And when I'm driving in, when I drive in, I see like garbage on the floor in on the ground and while I'm walking in or in the bath, I have to go to the bathroom. Oh, there's toilet paper on the floor. If there's toilet paper at all, like it's every time. It's not just the human one. It's every touch point, right? Or the sign like, okay, so I went to this one place. It was a dental office. So they gave me the address. So I'm like, oh, great. So I go there and there's like a door to the left and a door to the right. And there's no, there's, <laughs> there's no sign or so I'm like looking left. I look right. I look left. I like, I didn't know what. And so then finally I, I kind of walked closer and I'm like, Oh, I, th I think I go like, that's a touch point. They yes, just need yes, a yes. sign with an arrow, you know, Papers <laughs> like, you don't, too. <laughs> yeah. Like these little thing. And see why I'm so passionate about customer experience is that changing a few things can massively improve the experience. You know, customers have choices, right? I go to your website, I can't find your phone number. Oh, your competitors is right on the front page. Well, you know, you can win over clients very quickly, very cheaply by fixing these little tiny touch points. So, That's well, why I'm passionate about it. Listen, I hear the passion and I, and I, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I believe it. And, and you're right. I mean, from like, like I'm in the sales world in the healthcare, right? But really, we, we, have, we have a definition for, for our teams, which is we're the frontline customer service. Mm -hmm. So it starts with those crew members out there in the community and everything they do, you know, because they're the first people, first impressions, yes. first contact, first everything. But then to your point, if you look at the website, if you look at, you know, even the website dynamics can be very, like, I get upset when I go to a website, I can't figure it out. Or like, you right, know, right. it's all, it's, it's, you know, somewhere buried in, in a 10 layers. It's hard to find, you know, what you want directly. Uh, you're right. Phones, contact, all this stuff. But I think, mm -hmm. I think, you know, there is a driver behind this because you're talking about providers. And when you think about some of the older providers or like people that have been in business long enough, they may not have caught up to the technology on all this stuff. And some, some of these are small operations, so they may not have the teams and, you know, the, it is it is simple stuff to change, you know, and thus, that's where you mm -hmm. guys come mm -hmm. in. And that's probably why right. you get recruited to, hey, I'm not seeing the right traffic. Can you help? And then, right. then you give them an assessment. Hey, well, these are all the issues, and this is potentially the remedy. Fix right. it, and you'll see a result. I mean, yeah. it, it makes sense, right? Uh, but 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 I think that's, I've seen that. I mean, I've gone to, to doctor offices myself, but they're like, they're really very antiquated offices. Mm -hmm. You still have old equipment, nothing is updated, yeah. uh, you know, and you mentioned reviews. That's a big deal too. And uh -huh. some people have not caught up to the review business. You know, like right. it's important. I look, I, I order something anywhere and I look, if it's, if it's not four and a half plus, I'm not even looking at it or maybe I right. depends on what it is, but, but really, and again, that's the other, but there's also gimmicks on the reviews and we can talk about that. Mm -hmm. So, so, 
that's that's really a, a challenging you know a concept when you're talking about the customer service experience but each and every one of us is a customer that's right and that, that i think that's what i said earlier it's it's an intriguing discussion because we all have to to understand that uh, mm -hmm. at any given point we, we either serve or be served and right. one and and you know there's that whole discussion or the concept of do right unto others the way you want them to do unto you well or whatever that expression is but the uh -huh. concept there is the same right you know mm -hmm. we all expect the highest standard of service mm -hmm. yet sometimes when we're on the flip side you know sometimes i've i've had arguments in a lot of places you know with the attitude which what's what's that with that i mean what's your experience with that I mean, attitude is big these days. You know, you right. go to a place, you know, they look at you like you have three heads, like they don't want to talk to you. Right. You know, I agree. Do this job. <laughs> You're there. Yeah. You got to do a mm -hmm. good job. So tell us about that, that experience. And I'm sure it drives you nuts because your passion <laughs> is on <laughs> that level that you probably, you know, like, you know, what's up? <laughs> you mean like about the attitude piece? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So here's what, what is interesting. Maybe when I first started my company, my topic was attitude. It was called zap negativity and ignite yourself, your life and your results. But my coach said, companies don't buy attitude. They buy these other three things. But that's why I picked customer service because customer service is attitude, right? I am sure you have experienced a front desk person at a hotel, a restaurant, a doctor's office that hates people. <laughs> more than you think <laughs> i'm like why are you the face of this and the problem i think is you know we they're the lowest paying person you know i think they should be the highest paid i mean they set the if they're answering the phone if they're greeting people they need to be they need to like people you know but i think we get people that are good at processing oh look oh i got you in i got you out yeah, but the that's not the experience people want. They want to feel valued. You know, people want to feel important and special. And I don't think we have the right people in the right positions a lot of times. Well, it's all about attitude. Attitude is is key. And and whether <laughs> you're an employee or an individual, I mean, even in personal life, attitude is everything. I mean, that's right. You don't say attitude. I'm like, hey, stay away. And yeah, we can yeah. touch into positive and negative and all that stuff. But it's all playing in the same realm now. Just to give you, so you mentioned something funny there. Well, interesting. And, you know, <laughs> when I, again, back to the Disney world, um, one thing, like the first training you get, uh, and this is true fact, because uh, they, they treat every employee as cast member. So you basically mm -hmm. on stage. Mm -hmm. But really, they have on stage and backstage. So, so you can have a fight in the backstage in, in, in the cafeteria. You're walking in there. You have to have a smile. That's right. So you're trained. Doesn't matter. You're on stage. You're on stage. You're smiling. Right? You're, in, in, you're in the act. You're actually on stage. You're in the role that you're playing, whatever that is. And, and that is exactly, while it is unique to that world of, of entertainment and fun, mm -hmm. but that doesn't go away from, from going anywhere. You go to any place. When you get that nice, fuzzy feeling and people are smiling, good morning, how are you, and this, and they treat you right, you do feel right about it, and you come back. Right. You know? Absolutely. Uh, in, in, in everywhere, I mean, in the healthcare, certainly is a big deal. And right. fortunately, now I've worked with a lot of private docs and hospitals. And, and again, hospitals levels change from 
city hospitals to like private owned hospitals and things like that. And you can see some of the treatment, you know, sometimes they can be very mediocre. And to your point, the staff mm -hmm. is not happy. They're not really pleased to be there. They're just in a dead end job maybe, and they're not really pleased. And, right. uh, and they hear all the blah, blah. And customers are always gonna be screaming. But remember, you're in a hospital setting or in a doctor setting. The people are not coming there to have fun. They come in right. not feeling well. <laughs> and right. so, first of all, the last thing they want is attitude or feel like they're ill-treated. I mean, they want to be right. you know, at least getting the, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Let me, you know, let me see what I can do for you. Uh, you mm -hmm. know, people have to use compassion too. And, mm -hmm. and I think that's sometimes lacking. And to your point, if that front staff is not pay well paid mm -hmm. or, or, you know, they're, they're overworked, that's another, right. Sometimes you work too many hours and right. you're just tired. I mean, right. Or so even not even treated well. Like I, I've been doing, so I'm on this mission. I'm interviewing 100 healthcare professionals in the United States. I've interviewed 30 so far, one in Turkey, two in Canada. And like the overriding theme is if leadership isn't treating employees well, well, good luck. They're not going to treat patients well or customers well. You know, why would they? Well, you they know, customers. That's, right. a, that's a big deal in, in, in a corporate leadership. If you're right. not treating your employees right, they're not going to treat your customers right. That's right. And, and so take care of them. And mm -hmm. so many, you know, highly, you know, uh, uh, you know, reviewed, you know, uh, speakers and leadership specialists, they always highlight this topic, which is your mm -hmm. employees are the top. You treat right. them here, top, you'll get top. You treat them right. low, you get nothing. And yeah. so, so that is a big deal. Yeah. So I've been, so one of the, I've been interviewing, you know, these executives, one of them worked at a company where, you know, during COVID, the poor healthcare workers, you know, like they're either laid off because they work like at a primary care doctor or orthopedic that no one is having surgeries or, yeah. or they're in the ER and they're like burnt out. Yeah. So the most successful companies took care of the employees and made sure they had breaks and they would come down on the floors themselves and they would take over and they would make sure they had the PPE and they would give them training. They, those employees worked extra hours and they would volunteer at COVID clinics and like would take on extra stuff at the other companies where the leaders could care less turnover is through the roof. They can even today to this day, people are leaving left and right because they're not treated well. They're like, why are we doing all this? If no one cares about us. So it's huge. It's huge. It's huge all over the place. It is. And, and that, that, so now we have the question, you know, there's, there's a point where there is not enough training for leaders uh -huh. to be, to be customer, you know, service. They usually are business people, strategists, things like that, but some of them may not have been, you know, in some, and, and it's, it's sad because they, they lead by example. I mean, they're the top, That's right? right. And, and I don't think I've, I've been in a lot of corporations and I have not seen formal you know, customer service experience training in general. There is some level, but, you know, maybe to the people that are on the phone or whatever, but mm -hmm. not really across the actual corporations. And right. I think that's the other thing. So they, they see it themselves. Some do, and I'm not generalizing here. There are some people that take pride in that and make, and that's what makes a difference in terms of, you know, like a lot of these companies now that's successful, whether it's Amazon and so on and so forth, and we'll talk about different levels here. But, you know, 
the level of courtesy or things like that when you get you know on the phone they treat you and that and now we can talk about another you know i guess phenomena of people overseas handling mm -hmm. your customer service and and i've had some funny experiences with that too so <laughs> so so but i think that is a big thing and i think from this this from the channel here uh based on your experience uh what would you you know, recommend for the executives and, 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 and the hierarchies in different corporations in healthcare or otherwise, you know, to, to, to do, to change that culture? What would be like two items, three items you would really, you know, give them as boost based on your experience and what you've already recommended? Well, I think if leader, well, you're right. I think you're right. And that a lot of leaders, they are just climbing, they're climbing the corporate ladder. You know, they were doing the stuff and then they were so good. They got promoted. And then, you know, but they never get trained on leadership skills or how to manage people. You know, it's, a, it's completely different. So, but what I have found is the leaders that are clear with their expectations of what they want. What do you want your people to do? And then your people are clear on what your, their expectations of you, like, you know, how they want you to communicate. And then you simply tell them how they're doing. Are they doing great? or do they need improvement? If they did those two things, they would be fantastic leaders. But what leaders do is they focus, they tell the employees the wrong things they do and they don't, there's not enough recognition happening. You know, they say, oh, well, they're just doing their job. So they still need recognition for doing their job. You know, but people weren't, I don't know. It's, oh no, it's big ugh. and you're right. I mean, uh, again, I've I, I actually believe in recognition and I, I do it all the time when we have meetings there's always certificate of achievement things like that uh, gift cards you know thank you yeah, even a simple thank you works you know you, walk exactly. in, you know hey I've had actually executives I'm talking CEO levels that actually would walk and come to trainings and meet the new staff and I had CEOs will walk right by you and would never say hi uh, you know so it, it varies right. from one level to the other it's personality right. and things like that it's also power trips there's so many things that can be you know under that realm but you're right. It's communication, recognition, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and really, you know, uh, be in the trenches also. You know, many yes. you know, executives may not have the experience and what it takes to be in the front line. And right. I think that's a big deal because I actually had suggested many times, I, I personally spend more time in the field than the office as much as I can with the teams and stuff because I want to be in the field because I want to be exactly, and I need to also show that I can do exactly the job that I'm telling people to do. Right. But, but, I have seen, you know, uh, some that actually take the time to do this. And I've had actually recommended once to, to have everyone uh, actually go out, anyone in the company, spend at least a couple hours in the field with, you know, the folks that are in the, or in a customer service call center type. So you right. and you take you take some calls and see what's up. You exactly. Know, listen to it. I mean, people get bashed on the call. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> there is no personal, this is not, there's no personal touch. There's no, you know, uh, physical and body language, yeah. really all audio. And if you don't know how to do it uh, on the phone, you know, you, it yeah. protects either positive or negative right off the bat. And if you say the wrong thing and the other thing, I mean, I deal with seniors. So the hearing may be a little bit, you yeah. know, it's a little problematic. You had to scream and you can't over scream because now you scream at them. So it's <laughs> 
<laughs> so all these things, I mean, are, are value and big deal, right? And, and right. So, so some companies, they listen, they, they take the CS experience, you know, to, to the next level. Another example, I mean, I've always had a re- what I call a retention team, which is a proactive customer experience, or I call it a concierge experience. Mm-hmm. So, so you don't have to wait until there's a problem to get people to, to, to resolve the issues as a customer. You mm-hmm. be proactive and, and provide, you know, added value to your customers in advance. Now you become different from your competition. That's right. Or your, your brand and or your, your offering. It's sometimes not about what you have. It's also how people are treated. You can That's have the right. best service. You can have the best food, but you go in there and you're not treated well. I mean, hello, you can, I can go somewhere else. Like my money is good everywhere. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. And, and, and you see it in retail and restaurant business and hotel business. I mean, I've done some of, you know, one of the last shows I've done was actually to compare a couple of hotels and see how they are and things like that. And you're right. You know, you, you can see the difference in the attitude, the difference in how uh-huh. stuff. And, and it makes a big difference for you to either I want to go back or not. Now, right. I know this is a topic that that's probably going to get you irritated right now. Uh-oh. Well, the <laughs> experience has changed. You know, mm-hmm. I think that, you know, even, and believe it or not, I mentioned Disney and I give them all the prize, you know, you know, in, in initially, but like more recently I've been there and it's not the same as it used to be. Mm. Uh, even, even like the, I mean, with security measures and things like it's just harder now. And yeah. also people are not as, as, friendly as they used to be that's just mm-hmm. my my take i mean i i've been there like hundreds of times and besides mm-hmm. the time i worked there <laughs> but, right but really you know i i i've seen change and i've seen it across the board and then mm-hmm. um you know so what what is your take on that i mean today you know it, i don't know if it's just me or you, you probably can relate to it more but tell us more about your experience like before and after you've been doing this long enough you've mm-hmm. seen some changes to the plus or to the minus, which which way do you think, and and what will be some of the factors that are impacting that? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we have time. It's okay. <laughs> I, I wish it, I could say uh, that it. Uh, I've seen bad customer service so much lately that it's like so, and like my expectations are so low when I go somewhere that if someone basically gives me eye contact, I will kiss them. You know, like, I'm like, wow, they looked at me, you know, Oh, it's a miracle. Oh, so, yeah. you know, that drives me nuts. You go somewhere, you stand there, but like, you're not there. They uh-huh. walk to you. Nobody uh-huh. knows. May I help you? Can I help you? Uh, uh-uh. They just walk and they're busy. Right. I walk around. I see someone's like, sir, ma'am, can I help you? Is there anything I can do for you? It right. was my job. But that's the, I, th- I think that's that's I don't know it's a culture now. Uh, I I don't know I don't know what I don't know what it is, but I don't like it at all. I I went to one of these I won't say the name of it. One of these stores. It's a really big store where you get tools and wood and such. <laughs> There's only a few of them. <laughs> we'll guess which. <laughs> it's a big one, and yeah. so I needed. My brother told me to get some like blue tape something. I don't know. I had it on a piece of paper. So I'm like, well, I don't know what this is and it's a really big store so I'm looking for someone to help me luckily I had tennis shoes on so like I'm walking up and down aisles I can't find anyone that works there all I find are other customers looking for people to help so I go to one aisle and I see a guy and I'm like aha so I start walking toward him or I was running and um he he leaves he he leaves he walks away and so I'm like, now I'm sprinting, right? And I'm like, oh, no, you don't. And so I go around the corner and I'm like, ha ha. 
And he goes, oh, you found me. I'm like, really? Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, you're <laughs> laughing? Really? I mean, oh, yeah. I, yeah, that, oh. I'm laughing because just like, I, I, I've seen it. Uh, <laughs> I've had, I've had actually moments where I really got upset. Oh. I, sometimes I make it vocal, like I make a scene just because, you know what? Somebody's gonna, you know, teach these people a lesson, and you know, right. uh, it, it is it is ridiculous because, you know, oh. you work if you don't like what you do, don't do it. I that, know. You know, if you choose and accept a job, well, it comes with duties, and so you have right. to deliver and do correct, do by right. you know, the right thing. And and you're right. It, it, I mean, I can't generalize. We can. I mean, there are some people that have the personality regardless, and they enjoy right. it. But and they go the extra mile, and right. some people they just. They're there just bored and they just want to count the minutes before they clock out. So, right. So, I am a big proponent of, you might hate this, but I'm a big proponent of customer service protocols. So, like for example, <clears throat> when the customer walks in, you will acknowledge immediately with a smile. If you're working with another customer, you will give them a wave. Okay. So, I, yeah, like that like this or you know one second or the just a sec motion my ex-husband hates that one anyway so you give them some kind of acknowledgement right so i i'm a big fan of protocols that people can follow leaders can hold them accountable to it because mm -hmm. that's how you get consistency because like i have this pizza place near me one guy is good the girl is awful and so when I go, I'm like, I hope I get the guy. I hope I get the guy. Well, that's inconsistent. Like, that's not a great customer experience. It's too wishy-washy. So I like creating protocols so we can get consistency, but leaders need to hold them accountable to it. But that's not happening. It doesn't happen anywhere, I don't think. Well, you know what? That is, it can happen, and it used to happen. I think, I right. think one of the challenges that I think a lot of business, you know, have been experiencing recently in recent years, more more so in the last year and a half with COVID and everything, is staffing. Mm -hmm. It's hard to find good talent and good employees. And, you know, it's, right. I don't know why. Um, I think also the attitude, I can get another job anywhere. And that's the other thing with the new generation, whereby it's like, eh, whatever, I just walk out. You right. Know? Uh, there's, there's no more that feeling like, you know, Oh, what do you want? Let me go get, let me go up there and get it for you. You know, used to get that. You don't. Right. And right. Now people, business owners and in any level are settling. Right. Whatever they can get, you know, to work. And, you know, it, you mentioned something about this one versus the other one. You go to Walmart. Right. Oh. Have a Walmart. So, so you get like a whole variety of people in there. And, and again, <laughs> right. the good and the bad and the ugly. So some of them will jump <laughs> for you and some of them will give you attitude. So, right. so, and again, this is not bashing on Walmart, but I mean, you know, it's really, we're talking about customer service and if they listen to this show, they, they should be intrigued about maybe, you know, looking to, they do a good job in terms of training stuff, but eventually it doesn't matter what you do. You have to be consistent. Right. And, right. You know, there's, I don't know if there's some sort of a, uh, test mode that you have to do for people before they get hired. Just, yes. You know, I, yes, I, it, it is. It is, you know, something that can be implemented. And again, I yes. probably recommended that. So, so those are things that, you know, I've sold timeshare and I can tell you, we learned to be so nice to people. Isn't funny. Right. Know, especially if you're in the sales world. I mean, yeah. you want people to be happy. Car dealerships is another one. You walk into one, Right. Everybody is, you know, like some depends on the company that you're going to buy from some companies. They're like, you know, they're like all over you. 
They just want to. I know. And some companies, they, they work differently, the structure, you know, the, the composition structure. And you are, you feel like, oh my God, you know, I'm royalty here. So, and right. I'm not talking about fancy cars, I'm talking just regular. It depends on the dealership and who is owning yeah. that particular. So it varies, I think, to your point, the key, it starts with the top leaders, right. owners. You know, if you really care about your business, mm-hmm. well, you got to care about your employees and you would not allow anyone from your employees to mistreat and, or, you know, do bad, you know, give bad impressions to your customers. Otherwise, right. you can be lesser and lesser of them. And it's going to impact your bottom line. You're investing in your business. And right. you don't want someone to come in and destroy what you've, you know, worked hard That's to. That's correct. Oh. Plus, I'm sure you've had this experience where there's, you have on your team, maybe like one like person who's not very good at customer service. They're just not up to par, right? But we keep up on the team we don't reprimand them we don't do anything with them but that brings down everybody else because everybody else is like well that's not fair how come they get away with that how come i have to be not well i'm not nothing happened to them so you know so then everyone starts going down one rotten egg can bring down everybody so like get rid of them you know keep the solid good ones you you just touched on on a very you know um very touchy, you know, subject there because, you know, now you get into labor and rights and all yeah. that. But, you know, it is part of performance. And yes. So if, it's, if it's implemented as part of performance and you put the metrics in place. Um, right. And you give them, these are your, like, for example, in my, in the way we do this, the, the compensation structures, I always add these, these attributes within there. So, for example, you want to get some bonus money? Guess what? you know, uh, customer service, experience, uh, you know, retention, people have to be happy, uh, no bad, bad, you know, conflicts and things like that. So these, some of the things you add in there. And so, so now you, you, there is, there's almost a bait there or like, you know, a, uh, there's a, a, a compensation for it, but, but sometimes it helps. At least there is a physical aspect to it. So, so they have a motive or motivation to actually do right. They should right. just be motivated by money. But sometimes if you put there on the flip side, if you don't, well, these are the measures. If you don't do it, then we go to HR and do whatever we have to do. That's correct. And ultimately, if your attitude stinks and, you know, we are, you know, a, a member or customer facing, well, this is not the place for you. Either we'll take you to a place where you don't talk to anything about, you know, machines. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. You can deal with exactly. a robot or a computer. That's fine. You can beat them to death or don't right. them up. <laughs> okay. but you can't deal with, with your customers, right? So, right. again, it's, it's all about implementing these mm-hmm. strategies to your point. And, and again, it's all training and it's right. consistent training to your point. And, and when you have your lower performers, well, they have to either get into programs and training. Uh, you can bring in, you know, folks like you and companies that can help, you know, uh, get that. Or some companies, they have their own training departments or like, you know, right. like, uh, the learning development type of, you know, units. And they can have these programs available to folks. Or sometimes you send people out to these right. shops and things like now with, with online webinars and stuff. It's plenty. Absolutely. Of so, so you're right. Now, now let's touch on the new world that we live in. I mean, we've talked, okay. it's, all, it's all what we live in, but, but now we, especially since COVID to now, we spend a lot more time online mm-hmm. and virtually. I mean, we're virtual right now. That's right. <laughs> you're, you're on the West Coast, I'm on the East Coast, right? Yeah. We spent a lot of time online and our kids, you know, and the new generation is really social media driven. And right. There's there's more platforms than you can count these days, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the yeah. problem is what I've noticed, and you know, 
tell you can tell us based on your experience what is what's happening i mean you some of these companies they don't even have customer service number you can't get oh. book customer service uh, amazon if you're a seller side you don't even have a customer service mm. you know you have to set up appointments to do this uh, a lot of robot and chat boxes and chat bots and things like that it, it's right it drives you nuts and then we have the right. like where people are using overseas you know oh you know, yeah. units that may not understand the besides the, the the accents and the dialects and things like that it's also the culture or even the neighborhoods and and i'll tell you about a funny story and then i'll give you the 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 the, the, the mic here but one time i went to a call center and to to outside we were in new york uh, the company i worked for was in new york and the customer service was in indiana the the the, the call center so so but it was it was a it was a uh, a sales call center so they were you know okay. like calling and doing stuff but then the person like i'm listening to the calls and someone was from brooklyn and in a specific area in brooklyn and this person had no clue with that <laughs> that area was in brooklyn so he was describing things to that customer they they literally like what the hell is this guy talking about <laughs> no clue. and remember the person does not know that this is a call center somewhere in the midwest they right. just know that this is the company that they you know work with in their city so, so, so we use that as a, as a coaching, you know, uh, concept. Right. We put the whole team together in training. We we train them on the maps. We train them on what those neighborhoods are. Did a little some Google business on them to just to. Right. So you need to learn that when you're talking to these people, you have they have to think that you are in a neighborhood that you right. know where you are. because you can't just you know blanket st make statements that don't apply to everybody. And, that's right. And so that's just an experience that I've had. Yeah. So, so now, but tell us, you know, from your experience, you know, I know you did this. <laughs> so <laughs> that kind of, you know, that oh. put you back, you know, some, some, some rough memories here. So tell us about you know, this whole social, you know, dilemma right now, and maybe are there solutions or it, this is the way of the future? Well, for sure, this, the whole internet and ratings, it's, it's here to stay for sure. Uh, so the problem is that let's say a company only has five ratings. Let's say they only have five ratings and one of them is bad. Well, that's ruining your stats. Like that, I was, I, I was looking at a, um, it was a Yelp review of a company. They had three, they had three reviews. One was a five, one was a four, one was a one. But Yelp gave them a rating of 2.5. Average, okay. That doesn't make sense, right? If you did like, if you were like 33%, 33%, and 33, why, why so low? It gave 49% of the weight to the one-star rating, to the one-star rating. So the whole point is, if you are monitoring these ratings, you, you need to actively get positive review. If you have a customer that loves you, you need to ask them, hey, would you please put a review? For example, so one of my clients is a plumbing company. I think I told you that. Mm -hmm. They had 140 technicians, they're called. And they had, they had like a three-star rating. There's tons of plumbers where I live, by the way. The competition is fierce. And they only had a three-star rating. So what they started doing is they gave every technician an iPad. And it was mandatory that after every visit, they had to ask for a review. Now the customer didn't have to give it, but it was mandatory that they asked for it. So think about it. If your technicians 
are forced to ask for a review of their performance, are they or are they not going to step up to the plate? They are. As a matter of fact, they are. So they're going to probably act better. They're going to get reviews. So now they're at like, I think a four and a half star rating. It took about a year to raise it, but they were actively seeking out those positive reviews. Because what happens when you have a negative experience? Oh, it's easy. Oh, I hate this. These people suck. But when you have a good or average one, you're like, eh, I don't, I don't. Like, I don't feel the need to write anything unless it's like super, you know, spectacular. So you, if you, you need to, basically you need to bombard the negative ones with positive ones. You can't take them away, but you can ask for the positive ones and get, you know, better overall ratings. You're always going to have some low performers, right? Yes. But the, the low average has to be, you know, more on the top and very little on the bottom. And then either you walk them up welcome out <laughs> right you know and another thing is they need to monitor you need to monitor these things and respond to them like if i see a negative review and the company doesn't respond at all that's a problem it's like oh they don't care why why aren't they you know it, it, you know I, I don't i don't like the generic response either but it could be like oh thank you so much for letting us know please contact our our manager here's the number we certainly want to address this you know something simple like that but well, if they're not addressing it hmm it's another issue and, and 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 you're right that means they're either not paying attention or they don't care right and 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 you're right you know sometimes when you respond because some people also can't go funny just because they didn't like whatever or yeah. they, they want to just do some play games and they put we a weird review and yes you respond like well that's not what happened you know did you ask? Did you do this? Did you bring it up to our attention? No. Right. So when people go in, they see the, re the reply. If the reply makes sense, you know, okay, yeah. I get it. I mean, things right. happen. Things happen. Right. You know, right. Now, actually, a good example, this happened to me, and I'm not mentioning which car, but I, I had <laughs> a, a car experience. I dropped this car, and when I got the car back, I had a fuse on the dashboard, still there i had uh, stuff. i'm not sure whether that fuse is working <laughs> it's right not, right the, the 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 hood stuff was was still in, in the back seat i'm like what the hell so i went in and i took pictures <laughs> of everything and i put a nice review girl i got the manager calling me they were they were mm -hmm. harassing me just to remove that review and, and and just you know whatever you want we'll pick up the car we'll do whatever we'll give you this and next thing on us they did whatever it took to actually right. need to make that 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 you know leap and change or remove that nice well again I mean, that's the other thing you do the review right. so other people don't experience the same thing right and, and and you just mentioned something that is new well not new it's recently you know in the last few years but a lot of the companies are using that on the especially on the phones you know sir at the end of the call would you kindly just you know give me i need your stars and can you just hook me up with with a yes or no or great and whatever and then right. You know, we'll hold for for a brief survey, and then you get the survey, and you give them yes, no, whatever. Right. That's been uh, changing the dynamics on on telecom, uh, cable companies, and and a lot of other you know services. You know now, and even stores sometimes some of the larger chains you go in, it's like, hey, can you just hook me up with a nice survey if I did a good service here, blah blah blah. <laughs> you get access to to some sort of a raffle, or whatever. Like they're gonna do a draw, and you might win ten thousand dollars. I'm just kidding. Right. Right. <laughs> But all those actually, and you're right, because if I'm getting one star all the time, I mean, Uber is an example. Yeah. And Lyft. And right. 
you got to give them ratings. Boom. Right. You know? Absolutely. I don't get my water. <laughs> Three. Right. Right. <laughs> Just joking. Right. <laughs> right. But, you know, so those are, you're right. Those are techniques and strategies that, that make a difference. So again, right. companies have to be more creative, but it's always about accountability and right. bring them to, to, you know, people have to realize that the reason, and I've always said this, this is something I believe in. We only have a job because of those customers. That's right. No customers, no business. You're out of right. job, you know? Right. And if you have the same attitude, no matter where you go, you're not going to be maintaining that job for a long time. And right. so even if you, you want to have a nice, decent living and steady, well, you have to have a steady. And then the other thing you said, attitude, sometimes people having tough time in their personal life, which is can happen to all of us. Everybody right. goes through ups and downs, financial, this, that, that is not a good reason for people to really like, you know, have a bad day and just take it on the others. Right. You know, if you have a bad day, take a day off, you know, and right. take, okay, talk to your supervisors, whatever, put you on a task where it's, you know, do inventory. I'm just saying, but don't yeah. go in the front line, you know, cause you just gotta like, you know, cool down. Right. And exactly. so, but if you're facing, you know, you have to almost like do a, a temperature, <laughs> temperature. Uh, we have to do a temper and a temperature check with you. That's right. How are we doing? Is it high? Is it low? Let's see how you're doing. But yeah, but stuff like that. I mean, it's almost like you have to have a police, like customer service police. <laughs> right. Which, which you are. I mean, technically, right. that's what you do. Right. You do it as a third party. Right. So, so, so going back to social, uh, you know, mm. social media. Why is it that? They don't have, you know, customer service, you know, uh, numbers anymore because they all over the world and have billions. I mean, they make enough. They, to, They're to, stupid. I don't know. It makes me crazy. I, I don't and like. So uh, I was reading a statistic. I read all sorts of statistics on this stuff. And it said that the phone, the people still use the 72 percent of customers still use the phone to contact a company. Now, they might start with I like chat. I really like the chat feature. That's great for uh, where do I go on the web page for this? Like easy stuff, right? But if I have a problem with a product or a service, the chat won't work. I need to talk to a human. And if you can't, if there's, if I can't do that, it's frustrating, right? Ugh, so I don't know why it's so hard to find a phone number nowadays. It's I, I, it baffles it baffles me. Well, a lot of companies don't. I mean, I mean, you can. I know. There is a toll free for Facebook, but it doesn't work. Uh, the, you know, uh, PayPal, some, they used to be able to talk to them. You can't. Uh, some of the, the, the platforms, like, you know, online platforms, they used to have numbers. They don't anymore. Uh -huh. uh, just becoming, uh, you know, like YouTube and stuff. It's all, you know, chat and, and, and support. It's, it's very difficult. You know, uh, know. It's, it's amazing. You know, one thing I wanted to ask, I don't know if you've experienced this. So have like sometimes you talk, you call on the phone. You're right. Most I like to talk on the phone. It's easier. I tell you what I need. You know, mm -hmm. you you understand what I'm saying because sometimes in writing I have to really write a whole right. Let's say just for you to comprehend it. Right. <laughs> if I tell you two words, you probably know what I'm talking about. Right. But then, and it's easy done. And then of course you get the other issue when you dial in and you know we are experiencing long term you know wait time and you're on the phone with with some some funky music right, right. <laughs> and I thought you were like, okay i'm out shut it down but, but so so you talk to someone that is a uh, a frontline you know call center you know rep you're talking to them and they're really like you know it's funny because you can get it from the first the first hi or hello you know that this is going to go bad or good right. <laughs> no, seriously, you just hear them like 
<laughs> this is John speaking. How can I help you? Right. <laughs> it's going to be rough. <laughs> well, how are you doing? Have a, you know, I hope you're having a great day and stuff. <laughs> Certainly, yes, those two actually give you an experience up, up, you know, from the, the get-go. You know that it's going one way or the other. And then you, your attitude also changes now. The, the synergy you have that, your, your mind is like, oh, this is going to be rough. So now you're ready for war. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, so, so the exchange gets you know, crazy. Now, here's the thing. Sometimes, and I've had this done before. You talk to the, the person and, and they give you all kind of bad stuff. So I say, I, as soon as I get there, I like, you know what? Do me a favor. I need to speak to your supervisor. Supervisor, come on board. The supervisor now is excellent. Right. I'm sorry, hear that. Let me do. Well, why is it? And I tell him, you were able to solve my problem the same with the same question. I didn't change it. It's the same problem. But you right. were able to do it while you have more access? No. I mean, they're supposed to be trained to do exactly what you do. And mm -hmm. the only difference why I got you because they were just giving me a hard time and they don't even know what they're talking about. Right. Able to do one, two, three and resolve the problem and with a smile, you know, right. and you give them a feedback and they actually, I, I tell them, listen, from my experience, I run call centers, guess what? You need to give them, you know, a little bit of coaching. This is a coaching moment for these people. Maybe it's something that right. listen to the call. I tell them, listen to pull the call. Yes. And yes. It is bad. You know, now yes. someone may not be able to tell you that I'm telling you because I, train people to do that for my own company and I need to right. make sure that. So whatever I expect, you know, and my staff, I expect it from yours. So, but I'm sure you've experienced that. I'm sure if, you know, you're watching the show or listening on the radio here, you know, you will probably relate to that. It's common when you get somebody on the phone and it really, really drives you nuts. And you, you probably spend 10, 15 minutes just to explain what the problem is. Yeah. Oh, sir, we can't do this. We don't know that. Like, just give me someone who can. If you can, right. um, there's, we can go to the next third tier level until we get right. that and someone will be able to do, oh, they're not available. Well, guess what? Make them available. I'll wait. I have time. But really it's crazy. Right. But, but right. That, that's something that is more common now. And, and again, call centers all over the world sometimes can be challenging. Right. And you get a lot of these problems. So yes. So what else can you tell us today about the customer experience as, as a whole? I mean, it, you know, how do you rate it in a business? You know, is it 50%? Is it 30%? Is it 10%? It's 100%. No. <laughs> I like that. Well, so I, was so, high number, well so. I mean, if we're not treating them well, they're not going to come back. They're not going to tell others, you know. Um, but one of the reasons why I like healthcare is they have surveys. They have customer satisfaction. You know this, these caps, you know, these surveys. Yep. And based on how well a practice performs, they will get reimbursement. So if they score well on the survey, they're going to get more reimbursement, meaning more moolah. Mm -hmm. So I like the fact that in healthcare, we can tie money to patient satisfaction. So in other businesses, it's hard. Sometimes it's hard to quantify customer service. You know, it's like, oh, we were we were friendly and we followed up. Like, how do we measure it? So that's why I am a big proponent of getting feedback and getting no matter what business you're in. I am a big fan of constantly interviewing people, calling them, doing surveys on the spot, mail, email, whatever, to get the feedback. A lot of companies. There's a, there's a statistic, 80% of companies think they provide great service, only 8% of customers agree. 
So that's a big chunk. 80% think they provide great service. Only 8% of customers agree. Well, because it's not based on their service, they're based yeah. on their own intuition. Yeah. Well, they just think, oh, well, you know, we're doing okay money wise, but they don't know customers buy once and leave. You know, they're not tracking it. They're not asking, why didn't you come back? Well, what can we do to be better? So they're not getting the feedback from the consumers. That's a, that's a big deal. Well, we a big customer retention is big. Yeah, it is. It is huge. You just said it. I mean, you talked about the in the provider world or the healthcare caps. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's a big deal. And, and we, like as a payer company, we actually have these measures in place in the contracts and things. And we have incentives for, you know, these providers to do certain things in the care to provide the highest potential care, uh, you know, code correctly, do all the stuff. And, you right. know, those, and then we get the service satisfaction, things like that. Even the regulators, they do surveys as well. And, mm -hmm. and they survey, like, for example, with CMS, they do annual surveys to all the Medicare recipients who are in the managed care company. And so each plan gets basically surveyed. They, they take a universe from their membership and they, they call them. And they have a series of questions about providers, about service, about all the stuff. And, and one of the areas that's typically big, you know, it's, it, it's either customer service experience, like what, how they being treated or the provider access and the provider, right. you know, uh, care and so on and so forth. And those are big and, and companies right. spend a lot of energy on those areas because like in the managed care and the Medicare world now we have stars, you know? Yep. So, so if your caps and all your measures are low, you get lower stars and therefore now you have a problem because your that's reimbursement right. now is attached to that and you lose dollars premium right if your stars are high you get you know paid a lot more and therefore you can also service the community and your membership better so it That's is right. a big deal and so in healthcare that is that is a humongous you know type of of, of approach that makes a difference and right you know with with re more recent years i mean it's become the biggest thing and all the plans work really hard to make sure that their networks their providers are really par and you know sometimes you know some doctors that may not be in in the game they, they term contract and things like that because they're not meeting the, 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 the credential or the ratings that they need. So all that stuff is big and, and, and health right. is important. Now, healthcare is key for everyone. You right. Know, we talk about retail. We can talk about, you know, consumer services, but, but healthcare is, especially in a year like, like COVID, healthcare is everything. <laughs> right, so, right. Um, but it's big. Yeah. And, and I understand, you know, why you chose healthcare specifically because that is a, a big area. And there's right. plenty of potential, plenty of opportunity there to improve. Um, exactly. You know, what's interesting, I did, a, you just touched upon this. Today, I did a presentation on access for a healthcare group because, and you know what it was, what we talked about, it was all about communication because like the problem with some of those surveys, the questions they're like, how often did you get this, the appointment as soon as you needed it? Well, that's someone's opinion. Was it easy to get the appointment? That's someone's opinion. So how do we fix that? Well, we need to communicate. We need to say, you know what? I'm going to make this easy for you. I want to make sure you get your appointment as soon as you needed it. So then when they get the survey, they're like, oh, was it easy? Yeah, she said it was. Yeah, it was easy. You know, like it's all. We, but you need to clearly communicate, you know, you need to know what they're asking and then communicate around that. Like, did you get the care? Did, did they, were they caring? Well, what are you going to say? You know what? We're going to take great care of you. Were they helpful? What did they say? You know what? Um, I, uh, did you need anything, anything else I could help you with? You know, like communicate clearly 
around these issues, we can get higher satisfaction results. It's kind of cool. <laughs> it is. And, 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 you know, listen, I mean, we're coming to the end of the show here, but I, I you know, I don't think one hour is enough to actually cover all the- Has it been an hour? Oh my gosh. Yeah, time flies when you're having fun, right? <laughs> okay, there's one more thing I wanna say, because oh, this no, is important. We're good, we're good. So customers, <laughs> it's okay for customers to get mad. It's okay for them to complain because when we respond quickly and efficiently and we give them options, they can go from average to loyal. They can go from okay, like satisfied, to in love with us. So I just want people to, re, to, to just realize it's okay to have a problem, to mess up. You know, just like what you said, if you're at the restaurant and they mess up, you know, they give you the wrong meal. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Let me get you the right meal. Here's a dessert. Like, you're going to be like, yeah, I love these people. Well, so, you know, well, they do. And as a matter of fact, um, I, I use, I use an, a true story that happened to me in, in training. And so, and it was about customer service. So this is way first when I started in the industry as a representative, I was actually doing a presentation in a clinic. And, and so now you're in front of about 30 people in, 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 in a room. And so I'm talking about our company and the lady stands up from the back, your company sucks. <laughs> now, 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 I mean, that's basically your day is ruined. I mean, what is it? <laughs> so, so, so there's two things here, like I'm, I'm done, right? So, <laughs> Here, here I go with my little, you know, customer service, you know, background and, you know, yeah. and the, the magic that I was trained with. So I'm like, well, ma'am, I understand there's an issue. Can you tell me more about the problem? In front of everybody, I isolated the problem right there. Instead of me just walking away and, and showing that we're not taking care of right. it, I stood there and said, can you tell me more about the story? Her well, I've been waiting too long talking about appointments. This was at a clinic. I was waiting too long. I can never get, you know, my appointment on time. So you're telling me that, the problem is not with the plan. The problem is right now with our provider that you're here and you're not able to get, you know, in front of a doctor sooner than you need. And when you come to the clinic, you wait long, right? Yes. Come with me. So I took her with me literally out of, you know, in front of everybody and walked away to a customer. We had an actual office of customer service in member services in that particular clinic, a hospital. And so we resolved her issues. She comes back and now she stands like, you know what? I was wrong. I mean, these guys do have issues, but they resolved my problem for me. Now I'm going to go see, start, start seeing a doctor outside of this clinic. But I swear to God, this is a true, true, uh, you know, personal experience. And you have right. to use it. Right. Problems are going to happen. And it's just. Right. They're going to happen. And, and that's the other thing I tell them. Things can happen. It's not the problem that's the issue. It's how you handle the problem. And are you. That's right resolve the issues you know you use transportation the transportation company the guy got into an accident coming your way what are you going to do it can happen right. it's how do i quickly intervene as a plan or service and change that experience and give them better maybe you know listen we we feel sorry next time is on us whatever come back we'll give you two rides next time right whatever it takes to give them back and we see a lot of companies do that right exactly on, on, on another world one time this happened to me and with, with one of the cable companies so I called them and I'm telling them the service sucks, blah, blah, blah. I need something and I want to disenroll. I want to cancel. Oh, okay. You know, blah, 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 blah. So, so person's giving me answers. Like, I'm, I don't care who you're going to tell. I'm not staying with you. I'm done. So then later on, they, they start bombarding me with like, please come back. Please come back. Now I'm not coming back. 
See, because when I when I told you guys I have an option and you guys didn't want to treat me right, right. I, I didn't want to leave. I right. just wanted to make sure that our, my service is correct. Mm-hmm. You give me a little attitude, guess what? There's plenty out there to select. That's right. I don't want to be the one. Well, now you're going to have to run and, and try to get me back, but you're not. Right. So, so I'd rather take my chances somewhere else. And that's really, you take your business somewhere else. And that's right. The loss. So right. I agree. It, it's, it, listen, I mean, I'll tell you, <laughs> it's a topic and it, it's, it's everybody's affected by it. I think that's right. listening to this, you know, you were either related on one way or the other. And as consumers, we expect the best. As business, we expect the best. But if we all take it to the level we really, 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 no one understand that we all impact each other with this. I think the result will be, you know, great and 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 the best. But world if, peace, <laughs> world peace. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah right. But but really, I mean, think about it. Right, everybody will be happy, and the the mm-hmm. the interactions will be smooth. You walk in anywhere, everybody's happy. And we, I know people have bad days. You know, we all have bad days. Uh, but even if you have bad days, you know, maybe sometimes you talk to someone, they cheer you up. Your day becomes yeah. better. You know, so so that's the other thing. If you're having fun or you try to have fun, you yeah. always get you know a good attitude. And if you're really just not miserable, you know, I'm you know I'm not, I don't feel it. Well, if you don't feel it, this is another place. Right. I've seen it in gyms. You go to a gym and you got this uh, trainer that is like totally like he just did for like you know whatever. Yeah, pick right. up the weights, go up the stairs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're not even into it, you know. So right. you got all these kind of you know folks. But that's the thing, people recruit. But they don't maintain, you know, yeah. you know, continue calibration. Right. You know, exactly. Yeah. It's an uh, ongoing conversation. It is. And and when someone complains, you know, you 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 don't side but you, you you protect your employees, but you don't side with them if they're wrong. Right. You know, if they're right. wrong, they're wrong. And and of course there are customers that are always gonna complain. Yeah. Know? There's some some just chronic complaint. <laughs> they just right. Exactly. Like, That's I, what works for them. Yeah. But, but yeah. you know, you can tell when someone is legitimately, you know, has a concern and someone yeah. it's like, you know, it's just they want that's just them. That's right. the attitude. That's the other side of it. But again, you're in a business. That person mentioned one one key item is a word of mouth. That person walks out. We all have this. If someone tells you like, oh, do you have a good doctor? Yes. You have a lawyer? Yes. 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 We all have someone to refer to. Yeah. Like, have a bad experience. Oh, do not go there. That's you know, right. I would not recommend this place. And and that's very quick. Like in our circles in the healthcare, or well, at least in the insurance, you know, you do um, you go to present in a senior center, for example, you know, as a team. And if one senior is not happy with you, you can never walk into that senior center because everybody oh. is because they're all gonna like do not talk to these guys. <laughs> You're ruined. That's it. It's wow. Business is ruined right off the bat. You can't even do anything. So if a rep goes in there or an agent goes in anywhere of those places. You know, and they give a bad impression. You know, it's not them. It's really the whole plan now is that's impacted. And wow. it's not it's not a good thing. And then yeah. your doctors now because the doctors are going to be like, well, that plan I'm not happy about. You know, let's not go there. Go to this plan versus this plan. Right. Well, I'm not supposed to do that for me, a regulatory stuff. But, you know, it's personal opinion. Yeah. I don't want you to be that seeing that plan. You know, I got a better place for you. I have this represent. Talk to these guys. And that's really what happens. So it's real wow. stuff. I mean, that's. Uh-huh. That that experience is the greatest thing that can either break you or make you. That's right. You'd rather, you know, for it to make us. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and really, yeah. it's a good interaction. So exactly. So Barbara, listen. I mean, this is exciting. We can talk. <laughs> I know you know time is is of the, the the essence here. But but so so if you were to leave us with just a couple of pointers, 
you know, uh, to the consumers here, uh, what would you tell people, you know, how with, with behavior, whether to the, the, the consumers or to the businesses, a couple of items to close the, the show today, what would that be? How about just be nice? You know, whether you're a consumer or a customer service representative, it's really just about being nice. You know, you don't have to like someone, you don't have to agree with them. And this is true for any human being, right? Yeah. Just be nice. I mean, you'll get more by being nice. If you're a customer and you want something, you'll get more by being nice than being a jerk, whether no matter what role you're playing. So I think that's my thing. Kill them with kindness. I, <laughs> I wouldn't say extra words here. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Barbara, it was it was a true pleasure. I think I think you know this this exchange was pretty intense. I think we've covered. I the- know, right? <laughs> I told you it was going to be fun. We're gonna we get. We get- <laughs> uh, so, so thank you for for being on the show and, and my pleasure. Your your angle of how it is happening out there, um, you know. So thank you so much, and folks, uh, I hope you enjoyed this this particular show and our guest today, uh, and uh, you know, look forward to more fun stuff. Um, thank you for watching the iHealth channel and listening on iHealth Radio. Hurricane H here. Ciao, ciao. Until the next time. Bye-bye.